Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at first, first listen. listen we're older we're wiser and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories we're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments correspondence and a brand new sound Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. And uh, there's impressive feats in football. And there's what one better was just able to do thanks to the ending of Ole Miss and Louisville. This was a game where there's a better, and I think it was from the win in Vegas, right? Is that right, Mike? The win in Vegas. Yes, sir. Uh, Put together a 
step parlay. 14. Oh, 14. Sorry, it was 14. 14 step yeah. parlay. Had to get every one of them right from, from games against the spread to over-unders. And all this person needed to win was to have the Louisville game tonight against Ole Miss. And I know there was a lot of nervous time here. Was that yeah, the yeah. Uh, Louisville game against Ole Miss end in the under? And the under was under 77 points. That's all they needed. And boy, while Ole Miss was rolling yeah, up, it was under seventy-five-five on his. Ooh, so that's boy. where he got in. Ooh boy, that is a difficult thing to do. You talk about fourteen steps to be able to do it. And guess what? With the final score of the game being 43-24, 67 is under the seventy-five. Yeah. He turned ten dollars into eighty thousand. Because he had a fourteen team fourteen step parlay. Yeah, Ten but they're all he bet all 000. unders too. Oh. Like that's the amazing thing. Week one college football, my gut and and I haven't run the numbers quite obviously, but my gut would have said, All right, some of these defenses aren't gonna be well formed and even though, you know, the offenses are works in progress, there's gonna be spots where you've got teams that have played together a little bit so you're going to have some some fire come through and you look at some of these totals that he bet you know you got Fresno State Oregon the over under at 61 and a half Western Michigan Michigan Central Michigan and Missouri Oregon State and Purdue see a lot of Midwest teams uh, creeping into there <laughs> was part of the wager uh, against Charlotte the the other night I, just go all the way down ten dollar bet Wins seventy nine thousand nine hundred five dollars. to fourteen. Crazy. Like when I was in college, boy, I, it's actually been it's been a while. So when I was in college, and I knew people that we you would run the the which was you get a football sheet, you get the college games and the pro games, and you picked either uh, point spread or over under. And you, if you picked three out of three, you won ten dollars. If you were five out of five, you won thirty dollars. Something like that, right? That was the big precursor. My dad would always say to me. Like, because I was collecting for the guy who ran the pool. My dad would always say, how many people give you stuff that's like 12 teams, uh, 12, 12 games and stuff? I go, oh, a lot. He goes, just keep that money. Don't even turn it in. I go, why? He goes, no one's going to hit a 12-teamer. Are you kidding? I go, yeah, but what if somebody that's does? That's fantastic. They're, they're going to say, I mean, that's like that's like well over, that's like thousands of dollars. And he goes, ah, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. I go, dad. He goes, ah, just sit on it. That's like $5. That's like, that's like two beers you can have. I go, oh, okay, dad. I mean, I never did it, and but my <laughs> my dad would tell me, "Ah, just sit on it," because my luck would have been somebody would have hit it, and they would have said, "Oh my God, I got all this money, Jason," and I would have to go, "Yeah, I didn't get your ticket, and I'm sorry." Uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I know you're doing well. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I didn't coming to collect with the yeah. strong arm. They go in the other I'm way. I'm sorry though. about that. I'm so I'm so sorry about that, man. But I I thought I get it. I didn't see him in time. I'm sorry. I'll give you your five dollars back. That's no. Of course, I'll give you your five dollars back. That's not a problem. Yeah, but I, you're not gonna be able to get that uh, twenty grand you were going for by trying to go twelve for twelve. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that is something right off it? the jump. Look, I've been seeing a lot of big uh, results, obviously, as uh, our world uh, includes more and more of the fun of uh, gaming, right, and 
prognosticators and you know i talked about the one 900 lose my ass why because everybody else seems to have a pick show why shouldn't i is is really my Mm -hmm. philosophy here sure i'm as qualified and i say that you know very emphatically as qualified as many who will rake in many many dollars for their services this year Mm -hmm. uh in doing such uh that you know but We've seen that, and following a number of the casinos in in Vegas, the uh, there's been a lot of hits, not just from the sports side, but in terms of some of the progressive machines paying off. It's really weird. You know, part of me is like, all right, is this for tourism purposes to get people excited? Look, you can win too. Uh, <laughs> or did they really hit the algorithm to where it paid out? I, I don't know. It just seems kind of funny to me. Uh, but when it comes to hitting a parlay like this, and you bet all unders. Like, there were no straight bets. There were no money yeah. lines. There were no overs. Yeah. No, yeah. no, hey, I'm going to take this team plus the point. No, it was all unders, which is just fantastic. Because you look at the betting clip, under this, under this, mm-hmm. under this. It's and, amazing. And that's, that's kind of interesting, just that philosophy to go and lay. And look, he risked $10. Yeah. I, I got to imagine he would have been on yeah. those uh, prop bet Because there are services whereby if you've got a live ticket, that has action, you could put it up for sale. So, right, this one paid off almost $80,000. Now, subtract your taxes, whatever else. But what you could do is, uh, I think it's called prop swap or something of that nature is one of the bigger ones, is you could put it up for the marketplace, right? It's kind of like deal or no deal. It's like, all right, I got this $10 ticket, but it could be worth this. Who wants to buy it? You know, figure out what a valuation <laughs> is. Make me a fair offer, and you can take over the responsibility of the ticket. So, say they come to terms with a twenty thousand dollar payout because they liked what this game was going to be. They they were confident, even with Kiffin not available, uh, that Louisville would be subjected to several targeting penalties to kick out key defensive players, and then they'd get blown out. Uh, and then you have this opportunity uh, that. You um, you might have gotten there, and then whoever bought said ticket then goes and cashes for the eighty thousand, so they would net a sixty thousand dollar profit. I think it's genius, and we'll see more of it. Uh, the one time I'll tell you this: the one time this this is back because I, I told you I, I stopped gambling when I was like in my early twenties when I lost a big like fifty dollar bet and didn't have the money and had to scrape it all together to pay the guy off. Uh, I, the one time on a parlay like this, I almost went eight for eight. And it was this was all picking against the spread, right? I still remember this game because it was it pissed me off so much. It's a thirty year old game. Uh, I would I, all I had to do to go eight for eight, right? Eight eight for eight was like eight hundred bucks, I think. You know, I mean, college like oh my god, eight hundred dollars like that's my money for the semester. Yeah, that's 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 you know, I, I don't need I need to work. I could quit my work study. I was seven for seven, and all I needed was the Bills to beat Tampa Bay. This is in nineteen eighty eight. Right, all he was the Bills, who were the best team in the AFC. Right, They're, this is the beginning of their Super Bowl run. They were great, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers stunk, and the Bills were like nine point favorites. So I'm like, oh my god, all I need is this Bills Bucks game, and it was a game because the, the final score is so memorable. The Buccaneers beat the Bills ten to five. That was the final score of the game, and the Bills were just awful all day, and they you know they couldn't do anything against the Bucks. And I'm like. That's the one game, really. I bet, and maybe that's where my, you know, my my longtime hatred for the Bills, not just being a Jets fan, came from. But I was like, all they had to do was come through for me right there. 
I would have won like eight hundred dollars, and they lose a game, and, and all that. It's ten five. It's a, and remember that score. It's a thirty because certain scores in the NFL. I'm like, oh, you remember that score? Ten five. Like that's a score. Like I remember it was ten five, and it, from nineteen eighty eight. Vinny Testaverde. Oh man, not the first time he screwed me in the Jets. Uh, but uh, had a had a good game for the for Tampa Bay, and oh man, ran for a touchdown at the end. I remember, and I'm like, how did the Bucks win this game? They were terrible, and the Bills are the best team in the AFC. It's the way it works, pal. Eight for eight, buddy. Just what you think you've got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Boom! Oh, that's what in. comes back and gets you. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, how many times do you watch a game? And that's the beauty of it, right? We're going to celebrate all 272. And there are going to be plenty where you're like, ah, it's an obvious win. And what's it take? One turnover early. One turned ankle. One bad call by an official. All of those things. The game, the game of inches, oh, uh, yeah. as it were. And, yep. and with so many games that finish within seven points on an annual basis, there are going to be a few games each week that we'll make picks on on a Friday night and Thursday night and where, wherever. Well, I mean, we're just going to make picks all over the place. Uh, is that they're not going to make sense. Right? And even in these college games from week one. I didn't expect some of the no-shows we got, <laughs> right? I mean, when I picked the yeah. Indiana and Iowa line, was I confident? No, no. I mean, panic's coming off the injury. Curious to see what the offense would be. But, again, spreads minimal. You got a bunch of returning starters. And then they go out and just get absolutely boat raced. And it was ugly from the start. They're down 14 nothing four minutes into the game, just like the Northwestern game where you have a field goal opportunity to at least, you know, put some points on the board, maybe get a little bit of a, a base. Nope, missed field goal, crowd losing their minds. Mm. And it just mm. continued from there. And, and you just don't know, right? I mean, especially when we get into – not that they're kids – but let's face it, we're old. Uh, so college kids, you don't know how they're going to react to adversity. You don't know how the coaches, some of these first-time coaches, are going to react to adversity. Suddenly the game plan goes out the window. Hey, we're down 7 nothing. Stop running the ball. What are you doing? Right? <laughs> you see that all the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Twi- yeah. Yeah. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike, it's Swollen Dome for all your uh, gambling advice for entertainment purposes only, of Correct. course. Uh, we have that here on the show. Uh, Jason and Mike here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, one of the other big things coming off of this weekend in college football is I can't believe this is as universally hated as it's been. And you know me. Whenever I see it over and over again, I get to where I don't want to see it anymore. But... Whatever college football you were watching this weekend, you likely saw this commercial because it was on absolutely everywhere. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top two. Two straws, one check, girl, I got you. Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam. Sweet squeaking in the truck bed all the way home. Some Alabama jammer, she my Dixieland delight. That's how we do, how we do. Fancy like. Oh, look at Applebee's go. And people hated that. I can't hate that. I love that Applebee's commercial. It's going to be a thing now. People are going to be Applebee's dancing all season long. And somehow it's going to it's going to blend into college football because it's when the commercials are on the air. People are going to be doing these dances. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be the new TikTok savage dance. And even they even have the bougie line in the middle there to make you know, hey, this is going to be perfect. We'd like people to make this into a TikTok thing where for 17 seconds they're dancing in front of Applebee's like this. 
Even playing the classy, bougie. I mean, here, even threw that in the middle there. It's the new TikTok Savage dance. This is a huge deal. And I, I got to say, once you hear the song, you kind of, it's kind of not want to groove along to it. Yeah, I will say this. Uh, congratulations to Walker Hayes. Uh, on the popularity and hatred of this song at the same time. May it bring you great royalties. Uh, national commercial, kind of a big deal. Like you said, it'll become this uh, viral sensation on a whole other level as people, uh, whether they go to eat at Applebee's or not, it'll be a lot of advertising for Applebee's. Mm-hmm. And as we know, you know, we talk about this all the time when it comes to going to whatever. Let's face it, family afford at your, your local, you know, Applebee's or other similar establishment. It's going to take a couple of bucks out of your pocket. But right now, maybe they can cash in on some of the goodwill before week two when people really turn on them. Because mm, week one, maybe bougie. there's some backlash, a little bit of anger, a little bit of message board saltiness. But let's face it, you got families that will dance along to it. And like you said, you'll get 17 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever the case may be, get a little bit of love, uh, run with it as fast as you can. Why? Because people have your name on their lips. Maybe their food, too. Well, I, but the thing is that Applebee's food is pretty good. So, I mean, it's not like there's going to be, oh, now we're not going to go to Applebee's. I, I can't stand this song. No, Applebee's food is kind of good. I wish they'd bring back the Veggie Patch Pizza because I don't think they do that anymore. But I, I wish they would bring that back. I mean, uh, Applebee's food is pretty good. Well, there you have it. See, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's what we do for a Sunday NFL game. We meet up. Mm. You do the dance. We go viral. And then I'll treat you to a nice meal. Mm, classy, bougie, Applebee's Thinking about Syracuse winning the ACC It's Applebee's All right, I got my song I'm pretty good And I just got to wear like orange shorts And I got to twerk And then that, oh, that's it And then oh, wow. it's a video Then that's a video right there Boom Syracuse Did you just say you're going to twerk? Gonna, yeah, I did, yeah I wanted to make sure you're paying attention but I that's kind of what you have to do in the I video, just threw right? up in my mouth. Oh, come on. No, I twerk really good. No, no, I do. You kidding? With all my Syracuse gear on, you know, shiny Syracuse orange pants. Sick. Oh, it looks great on TV. It'll be, look great on TV. Syracuse going to win it all. Going to play Alabama. The national title game, Syracuse. Okay, so you want a, you want a game. Okay, good. I'm, I'm happy for you. This is where I start singing the, uh, what, Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. <laughs> You're so happy and healthy and wealthy and stealthy and bats are in the belfry. Now, Zappleby's and Harmon's here and he's wearing purple shorts. He's upset that Syracuse won a game. Because Northwestern lost, they got no offense, and he's wearing those purple shorts. See, anything can go through it right there. You be careful. You know, you know those hits those Louisville players were laying on folks no. to get kicked out earlier. <laughs> I know where you live. That's all I can say. Someone's got to take out the garbage. <laughs> Harmon showed up at my house and he was wearing purple shorts. He tried to break in. I called the cops. Harmon got arrested and he was led away in cuffs and he was yelling, "Oh, that's right, eight seven seven ninety nine on improv ever." <laughs> I can. I, we can just do the that whole show with that Applebee song. We can just do the whole show to that now. Coming up next, we have some college football stories for you about overreaction week one. Uh, no, we do. Oh, okay, see, but it's it's hard. It just gets in your head. Well, you but the, just like that song in the commercial, get it I started to hate you about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, overreaction week one in college football is one of the best teams of the last five years in college football really in trouble. 
Yes, they are. It is not an overreaction. That's coming up next right here. Fox Sports on the radio. Jason and Mike are talking sports with you. Alex Tyshirt is Make on it the twos. <laughs> Pressing buttons, eating quinoa, and he's... Really, you couldn't play the Applebee song? <laughs> really? You couldn't do it? You couldn't play it? It's sitting right there. You just played it. Like, like eight seconds ago, you couldn't play this song? No. At least it wasn't Nickelback. I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> did somebody say Nickelback? <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. Let's go. Oh, you have to be in a good mood. Have to be in a good mood. Look at I'm this. just it's bouncy so right now. You just did some of your best freestyling ever. I told Tyshirt, it's like, we can't give him a big head, but that was pretty good. I get a uh, big head because I'm no, freestyling. No, no, no. I was not inviting and opening the door for the next next stanza. Yeah. Harmon wants to put a hole in his head because he hears a song, and I'm freestyling, and he hates this right now. I'm going to go Harman get one does. of those setups like Javier Bar- Bardem in No Country for Old Men. <laughs> Oh, he's just, just blowing like uh, putting holes in people with the, yes. with the oxygen. <laughs> I need you to get out of your car, sir. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Do not put that coin back in your pocket with the other coins. It will lose the significance. <laughs> uh, so if, if week one of college football is about overreacting and not overreacting, you know, we've given you some things so far tonight to overreact to, to not overreact to. Uh, one thing to not overreact react to Clemson's in trouble all right yes I get okay it's one week they played a good team but is Georgia really that good okay you know Georgia in theory they're okay but look neither team looked great but boy when you put three points up on the board and this is a guy that when DJ Uyanlale played last year a little bit for Trevor Lawrence he put points on the board man I mean this was it wasn't like when he filled in when Lawrence was hurt it was boy these guys can't go up and down the field this was like he had some 350 yard games it was all kinds of offense so judging by the team that Clemson had last year when he played versus what happened today yeah, Clemson's in trouble, man. This is what happens. He, he had a, you have a great run. Dabo Sweeney had an, has an incredible five- or six-year run in which he gets two great quarterbacks who become superstars. You know, Deshaun Watson was a superstar. He was a superstar in the NFL. Now he's having problems. But clearly, look, in college, he was great. Trevor Lawrence is a generational quarterback. And look how Clemson's able to do this over the course of the past five or six years. It was a great run. They're sending a bunch of guys to the NFL and now it looks like, okay, they have a lot of work to do. Look, it happens that way. There's not a lot of weapons on offense. I don't know how you turn this into a big season when this was your opening week, was this was how, how you played against Georgia. I don't see how. Can it get a little bit better? Yeah, but three points? I mean, uh, really, and, and, you know, this is this is again where I go, hey, you had all you had eight months to prepare for this game and get your quarterback ready. When he played in a better team last year, he stepped in, and was able to go up and down the field. Now, couldn't do any of it. The only thing saving Clemson is their schedule is I was so say, soft. Go on down. Go their on down the list. There are two so games. So soft. Not two barely. Games they that barely have two games. I mean, it's I, I can't believe Clem going. Wow, this 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 schedule really falls in Clemson's lap. When if you if you don't have a good team, this is the schedule you want. But you already lost once, right? So now it's like you got to run the table the rest of the way. Raise your hand if you think Clemson is going to run the table the rest of the way. 
even, just even with mine. the soft schedule. I get the schedule soft, but some teams are going to turn out to be better. You know, it may take a little while, but you, you, know, you can't make so much of this and say, well, suddenly every team's going to wind up getting better, but it is a really, really soft schedule, and that will help them a bit. But that might help them to an 8-4 and four type season. You know, I don't know. After seeing this, they're suddenly going to correct all of their problems. They're going to go 11-1. and one. I, I don't see that for Clemson. They played a top-five team. Right and now we know, get, and they did, and they didn't. Okay, and well, just coming into the year based on expectations, we take them as they are now. And right now, they took down Clemson. So uh, as of now, they're worthy uh, of their look. They didn't score any points either, except an interception return. Right, three three uh, plus one mistake. Uh, look, the as you say though, the rest of the schedule. Like, I'm not seeing four losses on there. Boston College beat the hell out of Colgate, fifty-one to nothing. Are they suddenly a world beater? No. Uh, you're They're Syracuse. at Syracuse. They're uh, at, we always give them trouble. That's They're my birthday, Syracuse. which means you're going to get worked. <laughs> How you like that? That's that actually right a Friday now, night game, too. We'll actually um, get to break that down live on air. That, that right now is their only real nationally televised game that Clemson has. That's their only real nationally televised game right and, now. And then you have the game against Florida State, who were quite game yesterday. Yeah, and and uh, Florida State maybe for Florida State maybe, maybe that's Pittsburgh what I said. maybe maybe Pittsburgh that. is going to be good. You know, you never know. But like I said, this schedule is really really easy. It's yeah, that's why really, I don't write really them off. Easy, right? Tough tough opponent, tough week one. Yeah, you would like to think with all the months of prep that you'd have one or two plays that you'd be able to go to, uh, and as PJ Fleck would say, row the boat. Uh, that wasn't there. Wasn't but there. There's and- gonna- there's also going to be an, an anti-Clemson backlash, okay? Because when – Well, because when, of the schedule. Right, because – exactly, because of the schedule. Like, look, we talk about teams that everybody gets tired of nationally, right? I get tired of this. I'm tired of hearing about this. I, people aren't there yet with Alabama um, because Alabama's excellent. What they do is just still so mind-blowing. But Clemson's had this run, and yeah – can I see the media fans get a little tired of Clemson? Absolutely. Get a little tired of Dabo Sweeney. No, they're getting. They're definitely. Yeah. They, they've definitely had enough of him. Like that's I can already see them there. getting tired of it, right? And then here they are. They lose this game. The only team they played that was any good this year was Georgia, and they scored three points. That's going to be the refrain all season long. So now, when you're talking about the end of the season, and you have Alabama and Ohio State, and maybe Syracuse, whatever teams you have at the top, <laughs> instead of Clemson getting the benefit of the doubt because well they have Trevor Lawrence they were good when they played Notre Dame they were missing him boy Trevor they're not going to get that they're going to be the team that people are going to look for a reason to exclude that's not going to happen for them and they're going to have to rely on that because they've already lost a game if they were undefeated you're undefeated you kind of got to go undefeated AC schedule win the AC title game all these things don't forget about that they're going to have to win that one too but this is where things change and it's going to be the anti-Clemson backlash is going to come out this year and it's going to that's going to be no matter what they do this year it's going to be the one team they played that was any good they scored three points I don't care if it was in the beginning of the season it's going to go from wait last year everybody loved us last year everybody loved now everybody hates us that's going to be a difficult thing to overcome to try to sell people because at the end when you're trying to figure out who goes who three or four you know three of those teams are going to be because it's only going to be a couple of spots because someone's going to clinch one by winning one of the power five conferences either undefeated or 
score with one loss, right? So if you're doing that, if you're Alabama, if you're Ohio State, guess what? You're going to the national title game or you're going to the playoff. So there's only going to be two spots you're really fighting for, one or two maybe. And so is Clemson really going to get that benefit of the doubt? They are not. It's going to be anti-Clemson backlash all season. Yeah, I, I think the the um, thing with Dabo Swinney was already in, in place. We had already started down that road with some of his comments, some, some of the way he's, he's carried him. They had that fine line between uh, bravado and, well, just being a turnoff, right? I'm going to use nice language uh, here on a, a Labor Day <laughs> Monday uh, for y'all. It is, you know, and then when it came down to the NIL and it played, uh, paid, he said he would retire. So some of the best jokes on Twitter, as there was uh, no offense, was uh, I haven't seen him in a while. Is he actually coaching this game? Uh, which was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, did he really retire? So it's um, it's already there, I think, a little bit. The derision uh, based on just the way he he's talked. People may not like Nick Saban at, at times. But overall, there's a respect for the resume. There's a respect for how he goes out and gives and doles out information. He's just this side of Belichick oftentimes in terms of information. Uh, but every once in a while, you get that glimpse of, you know, the guy that cares for these kids and that exhale after national title games and all that endears him to America again. Uh, and, and maybe going back to, you know, the blind side when he showed up there uh, with Tim McGraw and uh, – and Sandy Bullock, uh, that you have all of those kind of moments. But, you know, Davo Swinney is is a guy that I think rubs a lot of folks the wrong way. And if that push comes to shove, that's the, that's the problem, though, Jason, is I don't know that we're going to have enough teams that they're fighting for, right? We do this every year. It's like, oh, it's going to be a bigger field. Now nah, we're back to the same damn four teams again. So we need to figure out who's crashing the party. And if you say Syracuse, I will spear you like beer, Bill Goldberg. Syracuse will crash a party. They'll bring some beer and donuts for everyone. Syracuse in the ACC, they're the best team. I can't believe Tyshard hasn't played the Applebee's to help no, me out. My freestyling. He's, he's done there. with you like a people are done sandwich. with Dabo, buddy. Yeah, let's pull the first time, Jay. It was. It's still cool, man. You know, I. I, I, I see why people don't like the song now. Wow, you know, I it's it, life comes at you fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I see it on my own. You can okay. dodge an Alex comeback. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I mean, I come out of the movies today, and I go, all right, we were up. the Mets are up 3-2. And my wife always gives me flack when she goes, once we, the movie starts, just don't look at your phone. I go, yeah, but the Mets are in like the seventh or eighth inning. And she looks at me. I go, okay, fine. So, you know, we go see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the, of the, of the Ten Rings today. And I'm like, okay, with 3-2 in the eighth inning. And I go, and, you know, the, you know I, I keep my phone on, obviously, but I keep it, all, you know, I keep it down. And, and it gets mm. to the credits. I go, okay, now I'm going to check in the credits. And, and when I go, I go check. The credits are rolling, and, and I go, yeah, I'm going to check and see if there's an after credits for Marvel. And my daughter goes, of course there is, Dad. And meanwhile, I just want to check the Mets game. So I'm like, yeah, but I'll, let me check just in case. And so I'm checking, and yes, there is a mid and end credit scene in Double Shang-Chi. Up. There's a, one in the middle and one in the end. And I check, and I go, ah, oh, Oh, 4-3 Diaz. And I knew right away, before I even knew, I knew Diaz came in and he blew it. And sure enough, that's exactly how it Do went. you scream then, that out loud like you have Tourette's? Uh, no, sometimes I will scream out, but not at that point. I mean, it's in the movie theater. It's afterwards. I didn't go, no, oh, Diaz. No, I, I didn't do it there. I mean, mentally, in my head, I did. But I didn't do it there. Okay. No, I, I just had to check, you know, to just see where your social awkwardness goes where that line is <laughs> how awkward do you want this to be i can make it awkward for you i should have stood up near the end like when the big scene is going on going diaz just blew it i guess because it was a pretty full crowd in the in the movie theater oh uh, sure. I mean, everybody's doing really well yeah, everybody was still, you know, sitting seats away from each other, but it was a pretty, it was a pretty full thing. I mean, look, it made $100 million, you know, this week across the country. If I had just stood up near the end of the movie going, Edwin Diaz just blew it, and <laughs> everybody would look at me and would go, we were up 3-2 in the ninth, and all we had to do was close, because, you know, we're only four out in the East now. How long do you think I could have gotten before something would have happened and I would have been in an altercation? If I, how long until someone decides to step in and say, "Okay, dude, you need to sit down and stop talking right now"? Yeah, would, I would, think. Would I have got to the the description of the blood? Would I have got to Edwin Diaz's name? Would I have gotten to the? Would I have gotten to the to the standings? The, well, the hard part is: is there anybody named Diaz in the film? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. If there's nobody named Diaz in the film, then you would have gotten a lot of confused looks. And maybe you would have then been allowed to explain for one to two sentences more. However, had there been a Diaz in the film, odds are someone in the theater would have liked that character, be it a good guy or bad guy, and might have taken exception to it. So you might have never gotten to the box score because you had a face full of popcorn and not in a good way. Mm, Okay. All right. I, I think I would have gotten a decently far... And then if I got to like, then I got to, hey, because Diaz has done this. He went back. He did this this weekend, but we were able to get out. I think once I got past the results of today, then I tried to get into what was going on earlier in the season. I think that's when someone would have stepped in. Okay, this guy's not going to stop. I have to make sure that he sits down and watches the rest of the movie. He didn't give me my proper moment to appreciate the gaffer. (laughs) And the key grip and all those people. They need their respect too, Smith. What does Shang-Chi have to do right now? Let me tell you what the Mets have to do right now. We got to get rid of Diaz and we got to bring some. <laughs> I will tell you this. As part of my uh, walking to and from the Pantages to go see Hamilton last night, I did uh-huh. pass Chris Berman's star on the Walk of Fame and I took a picture of it for you. Oh, did you? Did you say something funny? Did you give a Berman line walking by? I it? did. And the girls said, geez, dad. Because <laughs> it's outside of a place that's called Soprano. Which is currently closed. A restaurant, it's kind of turned over a little bit. And you walk up and there's Wahlbergs and a couple other folks, uh, stars. And then there's Berman. 
and and Maddie, Eleanor, you see Sopranos, and then bang, bada bing, here's my star, DJ. I, I need one. I might just go chisel one out for myself <laughs> under cover of darkness. Katrina and the waves were walking on sunshine. We're walking towards my star on the walk of fame, DJ. Oh, jeez. Coming up next, uh, we are getting close to it. Well, let's see. We're on NFL Eve, Eve, Eve. Um, the night before the NFL season begins, we could have a big coaching change in sports. What is it? We'll tell you next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Happy Labor Day night. We got more NFL coming up in about 10 minutes, but uh, NFL season kicks off on Thursday. Got the Bucks and the Cowboys. And the night before, we could wind up seeing a big coaching change. Oh, not in the NFL, uh, but it will be a nationwide situation in which we will all go, well, this kind of has to happen. Uh, coming off of this weekend, in which the U.S. men's national team was craptastic during qualifying, uh, two ties against uh, two games that we should easily have gotten at least four points out of, possibly more. Um, it was really disappointing, right? We had the lead against. Canada last mm-hmm. night gave it back and just watching the United States play there's no there's there's nothing special to them there's no juice watching them play they they don't really have uh, I, I don't I don't see what kind of system they really want to be what they want their identity to be it's just that we we, we, we throw the talented players we have out there and they just play because we are talented right there's a reason why we're in the top 10 in, in, in the in the world in soccer now we're talented and we're deep but I don't know what our identity is I don't know what what, what we're trying to do I don't know you know what formula we want to use it's kind of like the players are just put out there and okay play how you play and we'll just try to get a goal at some point and hold Hold on. I mean, I just don't see that. And Greg Berhalter, who's been the coach of the team now, uh, it's it, if we miss another World Cup, oh my goodness, are you kidding? And, you know, they waited too long last time before making a coaching change, and we didn't make the World Cup And with Jurgen Klinsmann, and now it's going to be the same thing. They're not going to wait long. If After Wednesday, if we don't beat Honduras Wednesday night, and the first three games of this leg, we have three points or two points, there's a new coach coming in. I don't know who it is, but there's a new coach coming in because clearly things are not going to be. It's great to win the Gold Cup. It's great to win in the summer. But now this is when things really bleep and count. And the U.S. men's team, which had such great hopes coming in, has laid such a big egg in these first two games. Like I said, if they were getting beat, if they were getting out, I, I could understand it. But I just watched them play. The first game against El Salvador, I was like, they look like they just met each other in the locker room before the game. <laughs> like, they, Hey, how you doing? I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing. Uh, right. Oh, that's great. Okay, I'm, I'm playing. Left, eat up. I mean, really, that's kind of how they play. There's, there's nothing where I can tell this is our plan of attack. It's like we, we'll put the talented players out there and just kind of go do it. If, if something doesn't Wednesday, something doesn't happen Wednesday, they don't win Wednesday, and it still might not matter because it's still going to be disappointing. There'll be a new head coach of the U.S. Men's National Team. Well, and now you have the the extra layers of drama to it. Uh, Weston McKinney, one of the young and up and coming players, he gone. Uh, he's going back to Italy. He, bro- he had a breach of protocol, so he's gone. You have uh, second Zach time he's Steffen, done that too. Second time right? he's done that too. Your goalkeeper mm-hmm. tested positive. Mm-hmm. Your backup has a hamstring strain, so now you've got to go uh, deep to the well, and you bring up uh, 
NYCFC uh, goalie Sean Johnson. So now you're doing a lot of hand wringing, going, "All right," be- between just the unease, uh, uneasiness of those first two matches. Now you're going down a personnel rabbit hole, which doesn't bode well for your coach. So no. yes, your your potential it might be quick to some, but you know this is the opportunity uh, that you've been waiting for to to make that that next step. So you've got to push through. Yeah, and, and right now I was looking for for a good Jurgen Klinsmann meme to say, "Hey, miss yeah, me I yet? Know. You know, miss me yet? You miss me now? Hey, you miss, no, you, we didn't I make it with you." I don't think anybody made any memes of Jurgen. <laughs> he wasn't very demonstrative. He's not like that coach from France during the Euro and stuff. Oh, but just watch, big coaching change could be coming Wednesday night following that match. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome coming up next. Why we could be in for a very boring college football season? What? That's next, Fox. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.